Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, welcome back and happy Thursday. All right, guys, well, we're back to talk about Vanderpump Rules, the reunion part three in the big, not so big reveal. Guys, I know you were probably just as disappointed as I was, but we're going to get into all of it, of course, as you know. Before we do, go ahead, smash that like button, show some love, and drop us a rating one to 10. You can include the big reveal in it, one to 10. With the expectations that you walked into this episode hoping to achieve, what did you walk out with? 10 being the highest, let's welcome Jamie Lynn. Hello. Hey, Adam. How are you? I'm good, but I'm disappointed just like everybody else. What? Uh, oh my gosh. gosh. You're like, let me just get right into it. Seriously. Like, thank you for the blue balls, bravo. So wait a minute. I have to ask you, Jamie, because you're friends with everyone, right? So... You've been around. You've obviously been hanging out with Sheena and stuff. Like, you've heard rumblings. Was everyone just really not privy to this big reveal? We knew this already. First of all, I, I knew they hooked up in Mexico. This was known. Like, she was missing for most of the wedding. Like, we could not find her. I had this book that I gave Sheena for, you know, from her all her bridesmaids, right? And I had everybody write a letter in the book before I gave it to her. I got all of the bridesmaids to write in there and I could not find Raquel. I didn't end up giving her this book until the Labor Day party, the infamous Labor Day party in Newport Beach, because that is how long it took me to get Raquel to write her letter in there. She was missing the entire wedding. I mean, not the actual wedding, but like during the events, like she was always disappearing. So it was so obvious, like in retrospect, it's like, yeah, we know where you were during the wedding. And then the new information on top of it her kicking out her friend Jenny from her room the day that they get there. Obviously, she had plans for her room. Right. Which is so wild to me, too, because even if this is like one, the funny thing is, is like if they would have told you, if they would have come out and said, guys, the big reveal has something to do with Mexico, I feel like you would have been like, all right, guys. 
The first three tacos are free over here at Sugar Taco. I will just everybody come to fucking come to the come to my restaurant and I will tell you exactly what the not so big big reveal is. And at the end of the day, no shit. Like nobody expected for them to go to Mexico and hook up one like whether it was one time or five times, like at the point that you already hooked up, we were anticipating that you guys were hooking up as much as possible anyways. That didn't feel like a big reveal. Yeah, and it's so bizarre that Tom was kind of like hinging his whole story on like, oh, it only happened once. And then that was like what they had to agree to. And this whole timeline bullshit, it's like, nobody cares. Like you did it once or you did it 10 times in August. Like there's seriously no difference. And the fact that he thought that that would make it so much better is insane well even when he's sitting there lying on the reunion floor and you know andy was like did you guys hook up the night of the hot tub situation and he was like no we didn't have sex and tom shorts was like i don't know and raquel's kind of like looking down like oh shit he's lying about it i already said this in my one-on-one i'm like dude at this point you tried to obviously take control and make sure that you we're telling her exactly what to say and that got away from you. You couldn't control it because she could not keep up with the lies, which makes it to where now you are being caught in the lies, which is a little awkward. By the way, what were your thoughts when Raquel was saying, you know, I don't know. I thought like, I love Tom Sandoval. I'm in love with Tom Sandoval and I love Ariana. So maybe I thought in my mind, we could have all been a thing. Honestly, that was a bigger reveal to me than anything is the fact that in her mind, she thought a thruple would actually be feasible. And that is that was probably the biggest reveal of all. I've created a new word after seeing that. She's a throopy. Because a throopy. Right? <laughs> because she wanted the two of them, honestly. I think in some really fucked up world, Jamie, I feel like what happened here was... She saw their lives and she wanted that exact life with Tom that Ariana has built with him. Like, but then I think what she forgot was Ariana still makes a shit ton of money. She still brings in a lot. She's still been on the show for a long time. So this life they created together. It's not like Tom gave Ariana this life, you know? I think that she kind of felt like in her mind in some weird fucked up way that Ariana was going to be phased out of the house and she was going to be phased right into it. And this was all going to be normal. Yeah. I mean, again, we knew that they hooked up in the house when Ariana was there, when Ariana was asleep, like that wasn't a reveal either, but just how sick is it that like to imagine Raquel in that house and being like, one day this will all be mine. You know, I I can imagine her thinking that. It's weird. Yeah. And then to sit there and be like, you know, I'm so disgusted with my actions and like the way, like we hear you, we hear everything you're saying, but then your words don't match up with it. And it's not even up into the point that you're saying is saying this at the reunion right after the reunion is when, or right before is when everything started panning out for Ariana. And then she booked this lifetime movie that she had to fly to Canada for. And that's when Raquel was photographed leaving the house with all of these bags Later, they ended up sponsoring Ariana. But at the end of the day, you feel so bad and you're so embarrassed and you're so mortified. But then you're doing it right after again. So your words are not matching your actions. You look like an asshole. Yeah, I mean, even in in that scene where they followed the two of them into the dressing room 
and they're laughing afterwards and making jokes and making light of everything. To me, that doesn't look like two people who have any remorse whatsoever. And it's not like everyone is just, you know, I mean, yes, everyone is very disappointed and not loving the two of them now, but I really feel like there would be some room for forgiveness somewhere and maybe not from the people directly involved, but maybe from the viewers and feeling maybe sorry for Raquel even. And then just seeing that scene in the dressing room, it's almost like it rips all that away. It's like, wait a minute, are you guys, I don't even think you're sorry for this. Well, what were your thoughts too? Because I keep on seeing where a lot of people are talking about this t-shirt comment and Ariana and Tom were going back and forth and they were arguing about this. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. One time, two times, five times. At the end of the day, Ariana said, well, I know one person you were sleeping with while you were hooking up with Raquel and that was me. And Tom's like, oh yeah, it was so hot. You kept your shirt on the whole time. And obviously that pissed off a lot of people. I wanted to ask you two questions, but the first one mainly is, and I know that there's a very obvious answer to this, but I saw on Twitter people questioning it. Why is this so offensive? I think it's so offensive because for women, especially who've been in abusive or toxic relationships, or even just with someone like Tom, it really hits home because they've, they've been told those things as well. You know, they've, they've heard similar things from someone who may be cheating on them or whatever. And it hurts. And it's just kind of triggering for a lot of people to see that because it's like they know how that feels. Yeah, no, I can see that. And then for him to say it right there, it's, you know, what's so funny is you could see at the last part of the reunion where when Lisa's talking to Tom, and maybe this is only in the Peacock, like unfiltered version. But you see where Lisa's trying to coach Tom and she's like, you've come in defensive. You've come in trying to go up against everyone. But the one thing that you haven't come in doing was to just be vulnerable and be like, you know what? I fucked up with everybody and I'm hoping we can get to a better place. And he did eventually come out right after and he started crying and he was like, Ariana, I'll always be rooting you on from like the sidelines. But he, in the beginning, he really did come on super defensive. And even when Raquel came out, it was almost as if Tom was not in his chair because he was so busy focusing on Raquel, making sure she was going to say the right answer the entire time. Yeah. I mean, when you have all of these things that you have to keep straight, all of these lies, and it's hinging on Raquel keeping it straight, obviously, he, you know, he's in his head with all of that. But in addition to, you know, coming out and being defensive. Again, that's just something that I think a lot of women can recognize, you know, when they're the ones being cheated on a lot of times, that's what you get in return. You don't get the remorse. You don't get the closure. You get the blaming and you get this anger because they need the cheater needs to justify in their head why they did it. And he's, I hope at one point in his life, he can let all of that go and really take in what he did and not blame Ariana in the slightest bit. Well, what did you also think, by the way? Oh, let me bring up this um, super chat really quick. Um, Ariana, hi, thank you. Ariana was abused in her previous relationship. He knew about this, and she even talked about how she was disgusted with her body. So shame on Tom. Yes. Okay, guys, over 1,200 in the room. My next question for you would be, Lala Kent is constantly defending herself against being labeled as a mistress. And she even did it again in this episode, saying that Randall pretty much lied to her about 
the majority of things at the very beginning of the relationship and that she has gotten together with his ex, Amber, since. They have pieced together the timeline. This is one of her best friends now and that they both know that Randall lied to, well, each of them. So with that, she's like, I'm not a mistress because I was not aware of the situation that was going on. When she's constantly defending herself against this, like, what are your thoughts? Do you feel... Like it, it's justified that she's defending herself or do you feel like, no, you, I mean, at this point you're labeled a mistress. You are like, where do you stand with this? Yeah, I think it's justified. I I think when, you know, when Lala goes into things like this, like a reunion at the end, she comes out and she's like, I don't even know what I said. You know, it's just something in her just takes over. It's a hundred percent how she's feeling. She's passionate. And I can I see her side in it because, you know, she's so emotionally attached to everything that's happened to her. And then she kind of sees the similarities in this situation in dealing with Tom. I do also see from the viewer's standpoint, it's like, you know what, maybe give that a little bit of a rest right now and just let Ariana and Tom hash out the situation at hand. I mean, yeah, it it just like what I felt bad for actually throughout the process of this reunion was we had a whole LA Times expose. We had an entire wedding. We have all of these things to sort of celebrate or work through on the entire season, but they were all overshadowed with the scandal of it all. But even with Tom Schwartz, Tom was kind of called out for his awkward kiss with Raquel. And then even Lisa Vanderpump said, isn't that weird, Raquel? Like you're kissing him, but you know that you're hooking up with his best friend. And she's like, Well, no, at that point, I had already put a cap on the relationship with Sandoval and decided, no, we're no longer moving forward. In my mind, how long were you in Mexico? A week? Five days? Like four or five days, yeah. Okay, so four or five days, you hooked up with the man multiple times, and then somewhere in between, you end up making out with Tom Schwartz because you put a cap on it? When? Was that in between 12 to 4, 4 to 8? Like, at what point when you were having sex with the guy did you decide, you know what? They were on a break, Adam. They were on a break. on a break. (laughs) What? (laughs) So so she has said, you know, she hooked up with Sandoval the first night in Mexico. Okay, so that's the first night we arrived. The second night was the white party where she kissed Schwartz. And then after the white party, I have video of us at the bar and she is secretly touching Sandoval. She's super close to him. You can see them the way they're dancing. Ariana tries dancing with Tom. He dips away and goes and stands right next to Raquel. And like her shoulder and her arm are on his leg. Like her shoulder's touching his back. Her arm is on his leg. Ariana's on the very opposite side of him. And at one point, Ariana starts rubbing his back. And I just noticed this all last night because I saw another account post video from a couple things and I like I went back in my phone and I'm looking at it I'm like oh my gosh so this is after they already hooked up in Mexico and they're actually like doing this right in front of our faces like thinking they're being sneaky but they're touching in front of all of us it was just it's insane so the Schwartz thing I make a joke I'm like oh they were on a break because they hooked up the first night then I guess during the white party was her make out with Schwartz, which was also weird because she told a couple of us, she's like, oh, they want me to go make out with Schwartz right now. Who's they? Was it Sandoval? Was it production? Yeah. Okay. You know, one thing I did feel bad for Raquel in this episode was I saw on Twitter where people were making fun of her when she was trying to get her thoughts out. 
I do have to say, there's not many positive things that I can throw at Raquel right now, but one thing would be just walking out on this reunion set in front of all of these people who obviously do not like your ass. You're watching them on a monitor rip you apart, and you're like, hi, I'm here. And so she's trying to defend herself. You can see where she she got with Tom Sandoval the night before. He was telling her, you know, if Lala comes at you, you should say that her and James screwed when you guys first got together because then that's no... Ma- you know what I mean? Like, you could tell she came very coached. And at one point she goes, I just need to breathe in between my comments. And I need to think about what I'm going to say before I get it out. And people were ripping the poor girl apart. And I'm like, hold on, just let the girl breathe because she's trying to process before she gets out what she's trying to say. And Lala goes, I cannot with you. You need to be psychologically evaluated. She's like, well, actually, Lala, I am getting psychologically evaluated. What were your thoughts? I mean, everybody seemed to be shocked when she did put herself in to this mental health facility, allegedly. Now she's talking about, about it at the reunion. Before we ever heard that she checked in, did you know about this comment? I didn't know about the comment on the reunion, but obviously like all of us, we've, we heard, you know, she was in some sort of mental health facility. A lot of people didn't believe it. I was hoping it was true. And this is kind of where my empathy comes in for Raquel. And that's why I'm saying, I wish I didn't see that scene in the dressing room because it almost like tore it away from me. But yeah, on the whole mental health aspect of it, I have a ton of empathy for her. And I, at one point, you know, I really loved Raquel and I don't want anything. I don't want any harm to come to her or to Sandoval. And it's just a very difficult situation to navigate when you throw in how, you know, obviously they brought this upon themselves, but it's like, at what point is enough enough? You know, right. and I know like Ariana would say at no point, you know, and she has every right to feel that way. She has been hurt so deeply. And, you know, my obviously I side with Ariana. Obviously, like I don't think I could ever be friends with someone like Raquel again, because if she can do that, like who would want to be her friend? But I I do have empathy for what she's going through right now. and. I do really hope she gets the help that she needs. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I do. Um, Danny V, Rachel used the mistress comment, which was about Oliver, to try to justify her affair with Scumdeval, which was not even the same thing. Donna Gunter, I think she kissed shorts to make Tom jealous. And Molly said, I think Tom wanted to bring Raquel, or to bang Raquel, but stay and hide behind Ariana and continue to use her. She has basically been his human shield and protected him on the show. He used their relationship as a smokescreen. He sucks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, now, we heard him say that. It was about their brand. I mean, yeah. even when he made the brand comment, like, yeah, there's so much. I, I don't know if you heard, but Tom Schwartz went on Jackson Britney's podcast. I didn't listen, but I heard clips of it. Yeah. Yeah, and he was saying that he's pretty much like, Right now, he's at a place where him and Tom Sandoval are not necessarily getting along the best, and he's not really paying him a lot of attention. He said that he feels like he was incredibly selfish throughout all of this and didn't realize the the 
ramifications of his actions. And I thought that this was really interesting because there's not a lot of things that I believe when it comes to Jax, but Jax at one point kind of expressed that he was trying to explain to Schwartz that he needs to let Sandoval go as a friend or else he's going to sink in that ship with Sandoval. And then Ariana, when she was on Watch What Happens Live, Andy brought this up and said, well, what do you think when it comes to Schwartz and Sandoval? And Ariana said, well, if Schwartz is smart and knows what's good for him, then he will lose Sandoval. Now, if he did, if Schwartz decided to step away from Sandoval and they did bring Jackson Brittany back to the show, it still gives him someone to film with. What do you think, as someone who's a part of the friend group, what do you think is going to happen with Schwartz and Sandoval? I think they will be distanced. And as far as the show is concerned, obviously I have no say in it, but even just speaking as a viewer myself, I personally, I I don't want this type of behavior to be rewarded. And I would, I don't think Sandoval or Raquel should come back to the show. I know that's completely opposite of what reality is. And I know it thrives on the drama. And I know a lot of people want to see how everything is navigated once they come back. But I'm just like, I'm kind of in the opinion where it's like, you know what? Reality doesn't have to be this way. Like it can evolve and you can showcase the women's businesses, you know, and you can showcase them single and dating. It doesn't have to be this like dark thing that it's kind of turning into if they come back. That's my opinion. Obviously, I don't want to say like, I don't want people out of jobs, but I don't know. I I don't think it's it's in either one of their best interests right now to come back for the next season. Well, and I don't really see unless they brought back like Billy Lee or somehow financially incentivized the cast to film with Tom and Raquel. Like if they called Sheena and said, hey, listen, like you have a daughter, you have a husband, you have a home in Palm Springs, you have bills to pay. So we were thinking we want to do a scene with you and Raquel. We're going to give you a $50,000 incentive to go sit down with them and hear Raquel out. She wants to apologize about filing the restraining order. What are your thoughts? Like that's going to put some of the cast members too in a predicament because it's like, yeah, I don't want to piss off Ariana, but she's over here making a shit ton of money. She doesn't have to worry about her finances. I'm over here with a kid. They're offering me a fat ass paycheck for what? Three hours of work. Like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like producers will incentivize and push them to film. Absolutely. There will be a point if Raquel comes back, there will absolutely be a point where the producers say, you have to go sit down to Sheena. You have to go sit down and have a conversation with Raquel. And she knows that. And and Sheena knows that that's her job. Yeah. How awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're so nonchalant about it too. You're, you're like, yeah, it's really fucking awkward, but thank God it's not me. So. <laughs> Like this is seriously. I mean, and I don't even think they would have to incentivize like with the additional, like as you said, 50k. It's like, no, it's like once they all sign up for the season, if you know, if this is the scene, you have to go sit down and you have a talk. I mean, I don't know how I can imagine Ariana saying, absolutely not. I'm not filming with them. But you know, I, I can also see a world where they're like, well, this is our job and this is what we have to do. This is what we signed up for. So it's, again, it's just putting these people in traumatic situations to have to confront people. You know, the the whole thing between Raquel and Sheena is to me, like, that's where I am really 
protective of Sheena in this because of the whole restraining order aspect of it, you know? And quite honestly, I don't even think that was talked enough at the reunion. Sheena never got an apology from Raquel for that. That caused her immense stress. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, even just like the small bit that she shared about how it affected her daughter, her family at home. Like, even when I went to Sheena's house and did the vlog, and it was her mom and her sister and Glam and Brock and the baby, it's such a happy little home, you know? So I can imagine where all of a sudden you add this stress to it and you add like the, the court aspect and you have attorneys who are calling you saying, well, here, I mean, because they have to be real about it, right? So here, Sheena, we have to go over everything. Here's the worst possible case scenario. If the court does find that you attacked her, this is what you could be looking at. And here's the best case scenario. But in your mind, especially if you're someone like Sheena, who's like, I don't know, I feel like she's like a, Powderpuff girl or something like she's thinking in my head like I'm not going to jail for this bitch I didn't do anything to her what are you talking about we have I need this to be over so I could see where this would have really stressed her out no of course and Sheena has admitted that she has anxiety she has OCD so of course she's thinking worst case scenario and just it's keeping her up at night and it's it, it really really affected her she still has nightmares to this day ay 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 all right well I am happy that Raquel did show up to the reunion, especially after she said to Andy that at one point she was contemplating the idea of skipping it. But when she was talking about it, she's like, you know, I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed. And then all of a sudden, Ariana cuts her off and she's like, shut up. You're ashamed and you're that's the you are diabolical. You are subhuman. Like she went down the list. She said, you are unfucking believable. Again, I know you've been around the cast a lot. I've seen Ariana mad maybe twice in all of the time that I've been around her and not this mad. What was your reaction seeing this side of her? I mean, were you shocked? Did you feel like you knew it was just a matter of time before this side of her was going to come out? What did you feel? No, I wasn't shocked at all because I can put myself in that position. I've been cheated on by my ex-fiance of seven years, you know, and I have a daughter with him. I've been in that position. And if I were to put myself in that seat two weeks after finding this out and having to watch the two of them together and hear them say they're in love and all of that, I would have probably done a lot worse. So everyone thinks like she unleashed and some, I hear some people even saying it went too far. I would have gone much further than that even. So I completely understand her rage and I think it's valid. I know. I've honestly, I thought that for somebody who just had their whole world turned upside down, like when people keep assessing this through the eyes of look at all of the opportunities she's getting out of it. It's like with that aside, set that aside because especially in this moment, she didn't know that she was getting all of those opportunities. Sure. I'm, I'm sure that some of these conversations started to happen with her team. Because I know that a lot of people, once they realized that this was making national, international news headlines, okay, she's going to be a hot commodity. Let's try to, you know, get get a deal with her in some capacity. But with that aside, this was still very much so her life. The person she woke up to every day, the person who she anticipated sharing life with after this entire show was gone. And all of that got taken away. So for somebody to be in those shoes and be like, you're an asshole. I think that you're shitty. I think that 
you should take a look at your life. I don't think that you are uh, capable of even conceiving a thought on your own. I think that you are probably the worst human being that I've ever met. Give or take a few cuss words in there. I was like, the way that she articulated that you can't, what are you going to say? She's saying that you are a shitty person and what you did was a shitty thing and she's not wrong. Yeah, no. And I mean, again, putting myself in that position physically, I probably like you probably couldn't hold me back if I were her. So at, where people are saying like, oh, she unleashed too much. I'm just like, if that was me, I would have done so much worse. So yeah, yeah I, I was not shocked by that. I'm like, good job. Good job, Ariana. You actually kept your composure and you were able to say everything you wanted to say. Good job, Ariana. All right. Big Apple Girl 247. Very high functioning autistic with an Ivy League MA in education here. Last five minutes shows that Rachel isn't a sociopath. She did terrible things, but has remorse for lying to lying for Tom. She just uh, she just doesn't nail facial expressions or social cues. Okay. Um, Renee Glover said, people are forgetting Ariana finds out and three weeks later, they are taping the reunion. Feelings are still raw at that time. Rachel and Tom got everything they deserved. Not enough if you ask me. Okay. All right. So I wanted to get on. Thank you guys for the super chats. I wanted to move on to the next part of this too, because they get put into an uncomfortable situation where they are being now asked Tom and Raquel, you know, why did you do this? Why didn't you stop? Why didn't you walk away? And Raquel ends up saying, well, it's because I couldn't and I'm in love with him. And then you see the awkward moment where he asked Tom, are you also in love with her? And she pauses and Lala interrupts and Ariana looks like she's like cringing a little bit, but they do both admit we're in love. Thoughts? I don't know. I feel like they're not. I feel like there's no way that they are. I, I don't know. I, I I almost feel like they thought they had to say that or or believe it just to make all of this worth them doing. Because if they're sitting there and they say no, then it's in their minds, it probably makes what they did so much worse and for nothing. Yeah. I mean, well, which is even sort of kind of what's happening with this a source going to page six and saying that they broke up and he's on this like life journey. She's at a mental health facility. We're all like, what the fuck is going on? But on top of this, then we see where Ariana starts going in on Raquel and she's telling her you are nothing. And Raquel gets up and walks away, but they all start talking to Tom shorts and Tom shorts at one point is trying to do just that, which was make a point. This is when he's looking at Ariana and he's like, you know, it must be nice because like the whole world rallied around Ariana and then she turned, she like flipped the script, starts crying and she's like, it was nice. And I ne- I felt like I needed to be babysat and I needed people at a time where I didn't trust myself. And I look I, like I was looking at my screen, like thinking, oh, Tom Shorts thought he was going to have this like sarcastic smart ass of a moment. Yeah. And she just good for you, girl. Like yeah. this was in my mind fantastic the way that that, even though it's shitty that this is the truth and i'm sure that i believe it you know i believe she's going through all these things but the wit the wit behind it and the delivery and how quick she is when she thoughts don't don't play chess with ariana tom schwartz don't do it she's one step ahead of you so yeah especially like tom schwartz you have a really great vocabulary friend you really do like you come out with some really good words like if you were 
if I could pick you for a partner in anything, it wouldn't be in life, but it would be Scrabble. Like you're good. He, he was dying to get that word juxtaposition out. He need he needed to get that. <laughs> Did you feel like it was just sitting there at the tip of his tongue? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, in, in a weird way, I feel like that whole comment was so he could use that word. Really? I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it was just so random. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily know if he did it with any bad intentions to like try to make Ariana feel dumb or make her be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting all these great opportunities. I shouldn't be poor me up here. I don't know that that was his intention. I honestly think his intention was to just like be provocative and bring up this like, you know, juxtaposition of a point and have this like discussion on it. But I think she stopped him in his tracks and she was like, no, we're not going there, you know, and she handled that really well. Yeah. And I'm sure it probably feels really shitty from where they're sitting. Knowing that I'm, I mean, you know, this, you have multiple businesses, you're in the restaurant business, you know, that I I don't know, like, the ins and outs of your business, but I would imagine when you have investors and you have a certain celebrity attached to your name and things that ride on how you are portraying yourself outside of the restaurant, that affects what's going on with the business inside the restaurant. I would imagine that at the point that they are on the reunion stage, the floor, that their their investors are already having a lot of conversations with them about the Yelp reviews and the business and what's going on and how do we fix this and thinking, oh shit, we spent so much of our money and our life savings and my marriage is gone. All of this for this bar that is now just being like completely destroyed in the public eye. And you guys are over here selling t-shirts that say three words on them, making 200 grand. What do you think that there's like a bitterness? I'm sure there's seething with jealousy about that. They would have to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would have to be. And I think, you know, I think maybe that's where even Schwartz's comment was born from, whether he knows it or not, subconsciously, you know, because he's like, damn, they made $200,000 on some merch after all this. They have enough money to now open their sandwich shop. And here we are with our business that we basically lost, you know, he lost his marriage. And I don't mean to laugh at this. He lost his marriage over it, you know, and they put their life savings into it. And so I think that is more the juxtaposition that Schwartz was thinking of when he said that between their situation with Schwartz and Sandy's and the sandwich shop. Yeah. I I mean that. And then on top of that, if you go over and you look at Ariana on anywhere you see where now she's doing, wasn't it glamour? Glamour. Glamour. Yeah. She was doing glamour. And then you see, Oh yeah, here it is. Then she just released that other shirt about having sex in the t-shirt that she released last night, which I'm sure that's going to get a lot of sales. Like the girl is winning. I saw where Dana Cathan, maybe it was even on this one. I'm not sure. But where she commented under one of Ariana's things and she said she is the moment. And I'm like, well, in this little strange Bravo universe, like that's a very accurate statement. It's very accurate. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, and I, you know, I, when we were at Watch What Happens, when it was just Ariana, I remember a moment I was just in the green room with her and I said to her, I'm like, you know, you're really handling this with so much grace, you know, and I can imagine like 
I would have totally effed up this moment if that were me, you know, I would have been on rampages, you know, and all like just, I would not have been able to handle it the way that she has. So, I mean, I think she deserves everything that, that she's getting. And I think that too, for her, like the way that she is handling it, I feel like had she have came out right away and she would have just been extremely vocal and nasty with, um, just like the way that all of this happened. Cause she could have easily have ripped him apart. She could have easily have ripped. I mean, she could have ripped Raquel apart, but she didn't do that. Instead, she kept her, her grace and her composure. And I think that's what landed her a lot of these deals too, because had she went on and been very nasty and aggressive, that probably wouldn't have been as appealing to any of these brands. And these brands are looking at her like, She's not a liability. She's had the work, like her whole world has come crashing down on her and she's still not being a mess on social media. Oh, she's yeah. great. Absolutely. Yeah. So, bravo. Good Literally. for you, Ariana. All right. What did you think about when Sandoval ended up sharing with the group that he did tell his mom about the affair, which by the way, Raquel totally lied about going to St. Louis because she did go to St. Louis. Which what hasn't called. she not lied about at this point? I mean, how do you lie about that? She's like, not that I recall. You don't recall going to St. Louis? Taking the getting out of the airplane, <laughs> packing your bags, getting on a plane, going out of state. You don't recall? And also, you don't recall how many times or when you hooked up with Tom Sandoval? Does that just mean you had sex with him all, a lot of times? Like, are there just so many times you don't recall? Because how do you not recall that either? Well, yes. It's not like it's like your boyfriend and you're just going home to him and you're like, oh, well, it was Wednesday. Maybe we, I don't know. It's like, no, you have to put a lot of effort into this, into this whole sneaking around situation. So you should maybe recall a little bit. It's just more of of their lies and trying to keep it all straight. It's, it's gotta be exhausting. And, you know, the night of the, the premiere of the show back in, I believe it was January, we were all together, which is so bizarre on a, a side note. Everyone was like, oh, she was in New York with Schwartz and Sandoval for the Watch What Happens after the premiere of this season, the first episode. But I assume that was pre-recorded because she was with us the night that we watched episode one. But that's just a side note. My point is, after we watched the episode, I saw just like this sadness in her and I hugged her. And I thought her sadness was coming from the relationship with James ending and just, it's just all a lot for her, but I felt something, you know, and I needed, I knew that she needed a hug. And then she starts crying in my arms. And again, I had no idea at the time what she would have been crying about. I truly thought it was the end of her relationship and just seeing like this whole new life for her playing out. And now looking back, it's like, you were probably crying because of all of these lies and everything you've had to keep straight. And it's weird for me because when I see her in interviews and there's no emotion whatsoever, I'm like, but I know she's capable of showing emotion. I know she's capable of crying. And in that moment, that wasn't for cameras. You know, nobody knew what was happening, you know? So it's like, I know, or I think that was genuine. So I don't know where I was going with that, but (laughs) no, It is strange, though, the way that she displays her emotions. But, you know, one thing that kind of it makes me think of, I guess, like maybe sort of an analogy here is when someone dies or when you go through a breakup, you don't really you can't tell somebody how to grieve the loss of that situation. 
And some people start laughing when they're uncomfortable. Some people just uncontrollably cry. Like you just don't know. Yeah. If it was Sheena, I feel like she'd be crying just because I feel like Sheena's a crier. However, if you're not Sheena, I feel like you don't know. And with everybody else, like including Sheena, that's not shade. I love you. Um, including Raquel, though, I think that so many people are so quick to pick apart her reactions and her emotions, even when the cast like Ariana and Lala are pointing out that on the reunion floor, she's not showing any emotion. She's not crying. Lala was like, she cried over not winning Miss California, but you're not crying over this. And then so many people slam her as being so stupid. I think that she's a lot smarter than what people know. I think that she takes a minute to process her words and what she wants to get out. She really has to think about it. And I think that she... I just think that it's like the world is sort of fooled in a way. Like you might think that she's like this emotionless zombie, but I think that she knows exactly what's going on and how much she wants to give you and what parts she wants to give you. Yeah. I mean, there's more I would love to say on that. And, you know, I just, I just want to say like there, there aren't neurodivergent people out there. I'm not diagnosing her whatsoever. I am neuro neurodivergent myself. and. I may have different, you know, emotions than the general population. I may feel things more because of this, you know? So I, again, I can have empathy for other people, like displaying their feelings in different ways. I I can understand that. And I don't think that's any reason to bash a person. I I do think we have to keep that in mind. We don't know anything. She's never come out and said anything, but you know, it's, it's a possibility, I guess. And in no way am I trying to put that on her or diagnose anyone whatsoever. But I'm saying with me, myself, I know, I know that I can display emotion differently. So it's a possibility. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that's the best way to say it too, because I think that everybody all of a sudden when they're trying to understand or, um, or just give reasoning as to why someone operates the way that they do. It's almost as if all of a sudden they got a PhD for it and they know And it's like, you don't know. So I think that it's just trying to understand is the best way to explain it. But before we end up capping this off, just like apparently the relationship in Mexico, but it wasn't. My next question for you is, Tom and Raquel both said on the reunion floor that they were unsure of the future of their relationship. However, they weren't unsure when they were busy f***ing up the relationship and the group dynamics for everybody. Actually, they weren't unsure until really they got to the reunion floor to begin with. Now they're unsure. He's out making um, bracelets with Kyle Chan and climbing mountains and doing music and shit, I guess. And she's out here just taking over the world. Raquel is somewhere in between in Tucson, Arizona with her grandparents. What are your thoughts? Was this for the cameras? Do you think that there's still a relationship happening and they're trying to just dial it back a little bit? Or do you think now that it's out in the public, they're like, oh shit, maybe this isn't a relationship that we wanted to begin with. It was fun while it lasted. I think that, well, first of all, what I want to know is how does Tom feel now after she betrayed him in the last five minutes? You know, that, that is, that's new information to me is like that she went against his story and revealed stuff that he didn't want her to. So I'm wondering if that kind of made him not want to be with her anymore. If that caused a fight behind the scenes, I have no idea. I also, before that information though, I kind of feel like 
if she truly is getting help, I feel like at this point she might be hopefully reevaluating her relationship with him. And I can only guess what those letters to his house were about, but I mean, the only time you really write a letter is to like break up with someone, right. Or to like get some sort of closure on something and just say all your feelings for the last time. See, I don't know. I mean, there's so much that I can't read about this girl because even at the end when she is throwing him under the bus and saying that he's going to get so mad and I just hate lying. I can't lie. It's like, well, you did a damn good job at it for over seven months. So it's, you know what I mean? Like, so there are kind of questionable moments where I'm like, I don't really know what to believe with the two of them. And even the way that she's navigating cameras, like from the moment that they filmed, they picked up the cameras for the finale and she's looking at Tom and she's like, you know, we said we wouldn't have done this if it wasn't worth it. And, you know, you said you loved Ariana at 1.2. So how do I know that you won't do this to me? I was like, the way that you're positioning yourself is so genius because now you get to be manipulated. You get to be victim. And then last night watching her when she's having this breakdown saying she doesn't want people to look at her this way. I'm like, again, you're kind of positioning yourself for like an apology tour, redemption tour over here. That's what it looks like. Whereas Tom Sandoval is just going to look like this dirty scumbag kind of creepy old man that is grooming this younger girl who's on the show. That's that's what it looks like to fans. I mean, what's your take on this? I think it looks that way too. Yeah. And I think this could be all PR. It's someone, I feel like Raquel does not have original thoughts. I, and I know Lala has said this and I don't mean this in I don't know how I cannot mean this in a negative way, but I, I don't think she knows who she is. So anytime someone says something to her, she'll always respond with like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So I, I don't see something in her that has sort of like an independent thinking or critical thinking aspect yet. And I just feel like if PR or her older sister or her parents were to say, Hey, this is what you need to do now to like dig yourself out of this hole. She might be doing that. I don't quite know that she's at the point where she's thinking these things herself. Like, Hey, yeah, he did manipulate me. And you know, maybe I need to distance myself from him. I don't know that that's coming from a genuine place of her having that thought. I think it might be more PR or other people in her ear telling her this is this is the angle that you need to take right now. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, all right, Jamie. Well, this is going to be interesting because we know before we know it, they will be picking up cameras again for season 11. So in the meantime, at least you get to just be a part of it and know everything that's happening behind the scenes. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a good, it's fun. At least, like, while everybody else is waiting, like, oh no, six more months until we find out. You're like, listen to this shit. She's back, <laughs> and we're like, wait, what? What's going on? So no, it, it's fun that you get to be in the mix. And also, seriously, thank you so much for joining us again. You're welcome. I mean, Thanks for it, having me. It like I, it's just fun having you. And I love having somebody on who knows what they're talking about and who has all of the fun insight. If they don't know, will you let them know where they can find you? Yes, I'm at Jamie Lynn all over. Lynn is spelled with an E. Don't make the mistake that everybody does and leave that E off. But yeah, Jamie Lynn all over. And then if you want to come to my restaurants, it's Sugar Taco. We're in two in LA and we just opened Long Beach. And then next door we have our plant-based butcher shop called the plant butchers so those are both in long beach come on out and get some amazing 
plant-based Mexican food or sandwiches? I mean, I was supposed to be out in LA this week, actually, and I was um, very excited to come have some tacos, but thanks to Bravo, that didn't happen. So, next well, time. Well, I will give you a little tip. We are going to have a big grand opening party. Okay. And I'm pretty sure the cast will be there. And there might when, be some cameras there. When are we doing this? I will invite you. It'll be in July. July. Whole red carpet, grand opening party. Absolutely. Can I hold you to this? Absolutely. Okay, well then I'm there. I might have to bring my husband. Please do. Okay, well, I was hoping that you were gonna say no so I could tell him, listen, I have to keep your ass in Florida. But since he's listening, no, no. Jamie, seriously though, thank you so much. We'll be checking you out. And guys, if you are paying attention, but you also didn't catch us screen sharing, then make sure you go to the links that are in the description of this video. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you for all the super chat, super stickers. Thank you for all the like buttons and everyone in the live chat. And also make sure to go check out Jamie everywhere. Love you guys. And we will see you for our members only tonight at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Bye guys. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.